For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello once again, Rob Hayes here for another episode of Living in Athens, Georgia. Today we're going to highlight Beachwood uh, Shopping Center area here. Uh, got a lot of things going on right here. Oh, indeed we do. And let me point you to that guy, Rob Pace, uh, his video series. Find him on YouTube all over town uh, in Beachwood for this one. And, you, yeah, you've been by there. Uh, you see what's going on in that shopping center on Alps Road. And and behind all this is the owner of Pelias, uh, the company that owns the property and is working to redevelop it literally as we speak. David Malky in studio with us. David Malky, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Tim. A lot going on indeed, and we'll spend some time the next few minutes talking about it. You you were giving me, before we went on the air, though, a little bit of a history lesson. Let's go back. I don't know this is, predates you. It predates me, most of it. Uh, we live in Beechwood, our home built in 1957, so we got a front row seat for a lot of what's going on there. But uh, Beechwood itself, in addition to the shopping center, which came along in the early 60s, I mean, you were saying, and, and very graphically explaining it, uh, in those days, 50s, getting into the 60s, Baxter ends as a gravel road, and then it's a dirt road, and then there's nothing except some land that needs to be developed and somebody had the vision for it yeah that's right so uh, of course i didn't live here back then either i wasn't born yet but as i've as i've read about beechwood uh it's a really interesting story uh mr say uh they called him d say uh believed that that was a, a property that could be developed in kind of a master plan way and um out at the end of baxter street there used to be an, a grass airstrip originally and then the <laughs> drive-in cinema uh where kroger is now uh, but sometime in the late 50s, early 60s, I don't know the dates exactly, but he purchased about a 200-acre farm uh, and, from a family and began developing the single-family neighborhood, Beechwood Hills, and then developed the 25 acres at Alps Road, which was Beechwood proper. Uh, phase one of that um, included two, uh, two um, grocery stores, a Kroger and a Winn-Dixie. It had two drug stores, and it opened uh, full. And the parking lot looked back then a lot like it looked today. You can't find a parking space anywhere. But my understanding was right before the opening, they actually paved that last stretch of Baxter, oh, wow. Baxter Street. Wow. Um, yeah. And 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 in the way that most and the more modern memories folks will have, and we'll maybe touch on this, uh, the, the mall in the 80s and everybody leaves downtown and rushes out to the mall. Some folks left Beachwood and right. rushed out to the mall. But you're telling me that in the 60s, early mid-60s, as Beachwood, the shopping center is opening the same thing that that folks who were in downtown said made maybe this is a place for us to be well i think it was controversial back then i think um you know downtowns have been um the the prototypical mixed-use development for hundreds of years but they weren't the street grid grid was not laid out for cars and so as uh the baby boomers and and everything was happening in the 50s and pe people were relying more on cars i think mr say realized having a big shopping center with a, abundance of parking was was the next uh iteration of what retail would look like and i think it was fairly controversial at the time uh, but it was met with huge success from day one 
And then I think fast forward to the 80s, and I think this mall concept came along where you park a car, you walk inside, and you have this indoor pedestrian experience happen in the 80s. And I think that was one of the times where Beachwood was a little bit quieter and maybe not as, as successful. Um, I think it's so interesting that now as we're kind of facelifting Beachwood, there's kind of a move back into town. You also see the mall having to sort of face what does a development out there look like now and, and, and how do we meet Quickly, today? and we'll get to Beachwood. You have any thoughts on that, David Malky? Any thoughts on what, what they're talking about? A, sec- a, a property the size of downtown Athens, what to do with it? And they'll maybe bring all this in for a landing tomorrow night. Yeah. I'll be the first to say I don't really have a lot of specificity around knowing and understanding exactly their plans. But clearly, the mall has needed uh, attention and, and some redevelopment efforts for, for a while, and I applaud the guys for doing it. Um, I think adding multifamily uh, is, is definitely the way forward and adding other uses besides just retail. Um, our company looked at doing a, a mall redevelopment in Huntsville, Alabama, mm. and I know from going through that exercise, you get to a point where the cost of demolition of these functionally obsolete structures exceeds the value of even the land, and there's almost no way mm. to bring a property like that back with some, without some kind of economic concessions. There, Huntsville was willing to help here. I think it takes this new TAD ordinance to be able to, to get the lift that you need. To the tax allocation tax districts. And, and that, that, School board's going to vote on that tonight, and the Athens-Clark County Commission presumably tomorrow night. We'll see how that shakes out. But let's talk about this as relates to what's going on in, in Beachwood here. You mentioned the evolution. Well, we got cars now and, and streets that can't really accommodate them, so we'll set up this brick-and-mortar space. Well, what we're being told now is that with online shopping, brick-and-mortar is becoming somewhat obsolete. Uh, what's your sense of what that's going to mean to the stores that are actually planning to open in a place like a redeveloped Beachwood? Well, I don't. I don't think we've observed that at Beachwood. I think d- does online shopping bring headwind to brick and mortar retail? I think it does. But I think we're. I think peripherally located properties, uh, maybe B locations, C locations are the ones that suffer. Uh, I think there will always be a need for a town square, if you will, for people to come and uh, try things and, and, and touch and feel them. But I also think that the, the, the path forward for retail today is a mixed mixture of things that mm. you can't always get online, you know, um, obviously things like restaurants. Um, but I think a, a good mixed-use project also would have other uses like per- perhaps co-working office, boutique hotel, eventually multifamily. Um, so we're fortunate that we have this economic engine with the University of Georgia, 1.8 miles down the street. Um, that brings gives Athens a recession-proof nature to it. And I think Beachwood, um, you know, is, is just so well located in such a great town. The retail continues to thrive and really has since the 80s. You mentioned parking. I'd, my wife went to REI twice the day it opened and the third time on Saturday and and parking was at a premium then basically didn't exist I think she actually said we parked at Kroger and walked across the street she and a friend of hers uh that's the the new kid on the block with some more on the way tell us about REI quickly yeah so uh I purchased the center in 2019 um with a desire and a belief that Beachwood could sort of function as a town center of sorts for us and it had a lot of redevelopment potential uh, REI was one of the very first tenants that we thought their demographic checks every box for Athens. It doesn't matter if you live in Oconee or Clark or Normaltown or a UGA student or whatever. Everyone seems to love REI. So we uh, persisted in calling them until they agreed to fly from the West Coast over in 2019. 
they sat out in front of Willie's on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon and were blown away that, you know, cars were everywhere and it's just a thriving shopping center. So we began working on the lease, but then COVID happened and put the brakes on the deal for about two years. Um, so finally, four years later, we've, we finally have been able to open them last weekend. Uh, successfully as well. I, I got in there on Saturday. It was an elbow to elbow. And I mean, th- those things seek their own level and, and things will settle down if they hadn't already. But it's quite an opening. We'll talk about what the rest of that place is going to look like. And yes, touch on the matter of Athens Church and the parking questions there. Get to that with David Malky, Pelias, the folks who own uh, that shopping center in Beachwood. Classics of today, WGA. I'm out here in front of REI. REI in Athens coming up soon. Oh, yeah, it's here. It opened a few days ago. As I mentioned a moment ago, my wife went twice on the first day, three times on the first weekend, dragged me in there on Saturday. Quite impressed with what I saw, the new kid on the block, but hardly the last. Uh, There at Beachwood, Alps Road, the shopping center there. Uh, Behind all this Pelias development group that's doing all the work, the ownership group, and the head of that is David Malky in studio with us this morning. All right, let's dive into this. Uh, The controversy regarding Athens Church, big, sprawling complex, basically all of of that facility off Huntington. Uh, What was that? Was that a Walmart before? It was a Walmart and all that. Uh, They've snapped that up. Uh, now expanding closer into town uh, and into Beachwood. Uh, correct the record, because there's a lot of misinformation out there about what's going in and what's going to happen and where are we going to park. Step, step us through what, what we're talking about here. Sure. Yeah, so there is a lot of misconceptions as they see as folks see construction on the facade of what was Steinmart, I think, with the news having just come out about Athens Church. People assume that that's going to be the sanctuary location, and that's actually not correct. Um, Steinmart was a very large box. Bo- retail boxes today aren't that big. They aren't that deep. Uh, so Athens Church's primary auditorium will be the back 16,000 feet of that box. Uh, what was originally actually a Kroger box that then became a Steinmart box. Wow. This is the original uh, st- structural steel building that was built in the 60s. Uh, we've taken that facade off. That will be four storefronts across the front, restaurant and retail the part of the building will be coming off on the side that will create an open air passageway we call a paseo down the side there will be a co-working office space behind that and then the fir- the, the rearmost 16,000 square feet will be torn down that'll be a new um, thousand seat um, auditorium that Athens Church will occupy. And no, it will I, face- I'm, I'm doing math in my head here. A thousand seats. Let's just say they fill it up and knowing Athens Church they will or come close to it. Uh, that's four or five hundred cars right or, or maybe right. where are we going to put them well so you know when we when we first bought beachwood we asked ourselves well and and that's not the only part of the facility they're taking um what people see now as michael's and fresh market on the upper level is part of what was what was the top level of a sears department store underneath that is about forty-five thousand square feet which is going to be breaking news to a lot of folks they have right. no idea that even exists right. well Old-time Athens folks remember because their their fondest memories uh, growing up were often Christmas in the basement of Beechwood where Santa was and the village and all that. Anyway, that rear portion of the space that was once home to uh, Golden Pantry's headquarters, most recently was the U.S. Postal Service's offices, all faces the back of the project. Um, that will be the Sunday school area, education spaces, if you will. And then the back of the Steinmart will be the actual worship location. So um, when we bought the shopping center, uh, Steinmart was not vacant, but the basement was. We began looking at what, what could we put here on a Sunday 
uh, well, we weren't focused, limited to on a Sunday at that time, but what could we put here that would not overtake the parking? Uh, the first idea we had was climate control storage. I mean, that seems like mm -hmm. an obvious, easy use, not parking intensive. Um, but we wanted something that would cross-pollinate everything else, you know. Uh, I go to church, I come out, and I go have dinner exa or lunch. Exactly. What could we put down there that would actually benefit the restaurants, that would benefit the retailers, but not overtake the parking? So um, when early conversations were had with Athens Church about an expansion, we thought, you know, let's look at parking on Sundays at Beachwood in the mornings and sort of audit it and see what it looks like. And we realized there's never very many parking space is being used before noon well, on tj maxx opens at what 11 and that i think that's but right but before that you're right it's it's you know, not even chick-fil-a is open on sunday so. that's right that's right there there's there's actually we, we we looked at it a lot of different ways we flew drones up on sunday every hour on the hour did a parking count there's actually software you can use now where you can track movements of cell phones <laughs> and actually extrapolate <laughs> how many physical visits you have on a property and we noticed that we never had much traffic on a Sunday. So the lease that we have with Athens Church prohibits use of the facilities anytime except Sunday mornings and for, um, for events of their choosing the rest of the year, which would probably be Christmas, Christmas and Easter. Yeah. Right. So we believe it will be not just good for the community in terms of all the ways that Athens Church members benefit their town, uh, but also synergistic, like you said, to the restaurants and retail. And what's their timeline? A couple of years, right? Well, we're slated to give the pad for the auditorium and turn over the premises to them in June of this year. And then their construction is probably a year. Now, David Malky, again, talking about the shopping center there at Beach. What, by the way, I, I keep, what do we actually officially call that whole place? I should know I live there. What do we call this? The, the whole development there, yeah. the Beechwood, Alps, what do we call it? Uh, Beechwood. Beechwood, fair mm -hmm. enough. It's just like the neighborhood Beechwood Hills. Okay, and I, I know you may be limited in names you could drop here, but generally speaking, uh, what's coming? What else? Types well, of so businesses? Along the, uh, along the retail frontage where Foot Palace is, we'll have a, a men's clothing store beside that. Besides that, a national uh, sporting goods uh, store that you, everybody probably will recognize. Um, we're going to have a nice Mexican restaurant concept coming from Atlanta that will have a lot of outdoor seating, patio mm. space on the side. Um, and then, like I said, behind that, we have a co-working office concept called Runway. We have a location downtown already. We'll be opening a Runway co-work there as well. How fascinating this must be for you. You were telling me before we went on in the air here. As a kid, as a University of Georgia student, you worked there. Yeah. Doing what? Yeah. So I actually opened the Chick-fil-A there. We, <laughs> we joke about a lot of times my earliest experiences at Beachwood. I was walking around in a chicken costume back then. The, <laughs> it was Doodles. Doodles the chicken was the chicken mascot. Some of y'all may remember. Uh, and then I also worked at George Gibson's menswear. Funny enough, I was actually a musician in an mm. aspiring band, mm -hmm. and uh, I had totally forgotten this. But after we bought the shopping center, we started doing some historical research, trying to find interesting news stories through the years. And we actually found a story where my band played at the 30th anniversary oh, wow. of Beachwood in the parking lot wow. in 1992. 
and so we're actually toying with the idea this fall of maybe doing a 60th anniversary celebration of mm. Beachwood to coincide with the opening of all these stores. You know, I, you mentioned the pandemic, and one of the things I remember uh, the last couple of years, and, and uh, to some extent this most recent Christmas, but a couple of them especially, uh, the pandemic Christmases, I will call them, where you, you closed off much of the parking there and set up the little Christmas village there. And we live close enough, we just walk up. And, and we were so impressed by that. Not the biggest and grandest, most grandiose thing you see, but such a nice, special little touch there to to enhance what was otherwise a pretty dreary time around here. I don't know what I'm saying here, except thanks for doing it. That was really yeah. neat. And it seemed like a lot of people enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I think they say a lot of times things are motivated by either inspiration or desperation. <laughs> uh, at the time, we did not have any grand ideas that, hey, we need to foster community by doing these programmatic events. Uh, we were f- faced with Steinmart telling us we're bankrupt. We're not going to be able to pay rent anymore. We're going to give you the box back on Halloween, you know, right before Christmas. Mm. We're in the middle of the pandemic. We're like, oh, gosh, you know, how do we make lem- lemonade out of lemons here? And we just sort of had this idea of trying to create something outdoors. If you remember, the the Christmas parade had been canceled that mm. year. A lot of things had mm-hmm. been canceled. So we just said, let's try to figure out a way to create community and have a place outside where we can congregate. And so our little carpenters went to work building the huts and the hay rides and all, all right, that. Yeah, I'm driving through. We're going to, I don't know, Fresh Market or something. And here comes a truck and a tractor and a hay ride with kids. And I said, just, this is nothing huge, but it's just a nice little touch that yeah. made some people happy for a minute. Well, thank you. And, and I think it's kind of becoming part of the DNA of what we want to do every year there. So as we're master planning Beachwood in the future, I think we're thinking a lot about portions of some of the buildings maybe coming down and never going back mm. so that we can create places where community mm. can be had. Again, it's funny when you go back and you look at the historical stories about Beachwood, some of the uh, neatest stories I've seen when Beachwood actually opened, they were having those kind of things huh. out there. We found videos of them doing these airplane drops where you run and grab whatever and win a prize. They've had horse, you know, horses out there for kids to ride on. So I, I think the conversations I had over that first holiday market, I heard person after person tell me what fond memories they had mm. of Beachwood as a child, whether it was a holiday market with Santa at Sears or the Christmas tree lightings or whatever. And we thought, you know, this place has been owned by corporate real estate trusts for 20 years. It's lost all of that charm and local connection. You know, that is just a point on the map to a lot of those folks. Exactly. They're running the REIT playbook. Who do we put in here? How do we do it? So I am trying to embrace local ownership now and trying to create opportunities like that where we can have community. Real quickly, where does your footprint end? You got at the end of the mall. You got I'll say just REI and Sephora going in there next to Fresh Market. Is that the end, uh, Jason's? Or what What's next, or where does it end? Yeah, Jason's Deli is the furthest north okay. of our property. So line. that property to the north of that is is somebody else. Right. That that was built around the same time, and the mm-hmm. family that built that, the Johnson family, actually still owns that North mm-hmm. Alps Square. Uh, and very quickly, just a few seconds left here, David Mulkey. How did you get into this? I was a musician. I was a college student. I wore a chicken costume at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Next thing you said was that I owned the place. How'd that happen? <laughs> well, I was fortunate enough uh, along the way to realize that re- uh, music wasn't going to pay the bills for very long. And uh, started uh, building and renovating and working on little rental houses. And one house became five, became ten. And eventually partnered with a good friend of mine here in town, Tom Scott, and we began developing student housing around the country. And so um, our company was called Dovetail, 
And by the end of all that in 2018 or so, we had built about 19,000 beds of student housing all over the country, decided to sell that, retire, and here, here we go. <laughs> retire, retire this guy. You're, what, 40-something? He's talking about 52. retire. All right, David Malky. Con- congratulations on all this. Continued success. Nothing but the best wishes for you here. And again, as somebody who lives in the neighborhood, I'm going to be keeping an eye on all this and looking forward to what's coming next. Thanks for coming out this morning. Thanks, Tim. I really enjoyed it. You. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.